You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey everyone, welcome to a special edition of the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. I hope you are doing well. I'm Anthony Cazenza, joining you on this New Year's Eve to talk about some big news. Uh, Like I said, special edition of the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. And uh, happy to have you with us, joining us. If you're joining us live or if you are are potentially getting this this little episode after the fact, we appreciate the support. Here's what we know. Marvin Lewis has been let go by the Cincinnati Bengals after 16 seasons as the team's head coach. And the the Bengals are now in search of a coach. This seems to have been a Mike Brown and or management ownership decision. Uh, whoever you want to potentially give the, the tip of the cap, I guess, to on that. Uh, Marvin Lewis leaves the Bengals with the most wins by any head coach in history, the most seasons coached by any uh, any coach in, in team history as well. So there's a lot to uh, there, there's a lot here. There's a lot of history here, obviously, and things with the Bengals are now greatly in flux. I think a lot of people, even up and through yesterday, thought, you know, they'd give Marvin one more year. They'd let him bring in potentially Hugh Jackson, Vance Joseph, maybe get, you know, a, an all-star cast of assistant coaches, if you will, to potentially come in here and uh, and coach the team going forward. But uh, it seems as if that uh, that's not going to happen. Uh, that doesn't mean that Vance Joseph or uh, Hugh Jackson aren't part of the long-term plans. It just means that, uh, you know, they are going to – move in a different direction and the Bengals are uh, they've got a lot to sort out here because now there there's a lot of questions that now come up about the roster now that Lewis and his quote-unquote guys are gone we're going to try and get to some questions here at the end this is going to be a very brief episode here on New Year's we're going to let everybody try and enjoy their holiday but uh, obviously this is something we need to talk about here's what else we know aside from Lewis being let go and it being a seemingly a management decision, so a firing, if you will, um, that seems to be uh, – that's kind of what's going on. The Bengals have uh, probably their candidates that they want uh, to to interview and that that they're lining up. There seems to be, I believe, last I checked, eight vacancy coaching vacancies around the league, Uh, the Packers, the Cardinals, the Bengals, the Broncos – 
um, you know, among many others. So there are some interesting names out there, some that have been connected to the Bengals, some that have no connections to the Bengals. And, um, you know, that's, that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, I want to there, you know, I guess before we get to some questions and comments, I want to say this, you know, there, there's a lot of cynicism I'm seeing already in the live YouTube chat. Uh, I think it was call me Mark by Marvin. Do not hire anyone internal to replace him. Um, so I, there's a lot of celebrating um, with Marvin Lewis's exit. And I think that that's to be expected. Um, but I think we also need to at least take a minute and thank him, thank Marvin Lewis for what he did for the Cincinnati Bengals. If you were here for the 2002 season and you remember how dreadful that season was before uh, the season before Marvin Lewis took over, what he did in 2003, what he did in 2005, what he did in 2009, and then obviously from 2011 through 2015, it's something to be, uh, to be marveled at. And, um, you know, this, this, this is a necessary move, but I think I, I, we would be not remembering history correctly if we didn't at least thank Marvin Lewis or have some gratitude, some level of gratitude for what he did for the Cincinnati Bengals. And unfortunately, you know, this is, this is something I've been thinking about a lot this season. Andy Dalton and Marvin Lewis are two of the the better guys in the league, better men in the league in terms of character and whatnot. Yeah, Marvin got terse with the media and all that stuff, but they are two of the better guys in the league and two guys that deserve a championship for the things they've done for the Bengals in the community, all of that stuff. Unfortunately, I don't know if the skill levels of both of those men in the NFL will translate to a championship. Now, Marvin already has one, as an assistant, but I'm talking as a head coach and, and obviously a starting quarterback in Andy Dalton. So I think we should start kind of by saying thank you to Marvin Lewis for his time in Cincinnati. There was a lot of frustrating moments. Some of those were out of his control. He didn't control Carson Palmer getting hurt in the wild card game. He didn't control Andy Dalton getting hurt in the 2015 season where it seemed like they were poised to make a very deep run there as well. So, um, you can only blame him for so many things. And, uh, you know, there are uh, the other playoff losses, though, are on him, right? I mean, the Houston games, those were deplorable performances. And in some of the primetime games, uh, just were not prepared. At any rate, that's now in the past. And uh, the Bengals are looking to move on from Marvin Lewis and uh, a, a possible uh, new head coach. And, um, you know, there's some there's some questions and comments I'm going to try and get to here. Uh, I love this one. Curious how the players feel by Michael Myers in our live YouTube chat. That's that's interesting because yesterday I was thinking back. I don't know if you remember this or not, but um, there was a, a time in uh, I believe it was. Gosh, when was it? Uh, they were interviewing Giovanni Bernard a, a couple of years ago, I believe. Maybe it was last year. I can't really remember. It was one of those times where Marvin Lewis got an extension and came back. And they literally broke the news to Bernard on camera. And, of course, he was cordial and, and oh, really? That's cool. Okay, Marvin's back. Cool. But he wasn't overly jubilant, in, in, at least not in a in a moment that seemed to be pretty candid and, and uh, surprising to him. 
So I'm I'm curious to to know what the Bengals plans are if you rem- or the Bengals players mindsets are. If you remember also for those of you who follow on Twitter, if you follow Carlos Dunlap on Twitter, there were a couple of seasons, especially in 20 I believe it was 2016 and 2017. Now this this year he couldn't really complain because he got a big contract, but in 2016 he put out some cryptic tweets that kind of questioned what the Bengals were doing in terms of free agency, helping the team and all of that. Um Marvin Lewis, obviously kind of one of the spearheads of what they were doing or weren't doing in those, in those, uh, in those facets. So uh, I I think for a lot of those players, I think they liked Marvin Lewis. You know, you saw at the end of 2017, they didn't give up. They had some nice wins at the end of that year. They played hard, even though they were decimated, they played hard against the Steelers in week 17 this year. They played hard against the Chargers a few weeks ago. They played, uh, you know, they didn't really give up on Marvin Lewis. They wanted to play for him. But um, I think it. I think everybody is kind of like, well, maybe even Lewis himself. Maybe it's just all around almost a, a sense of relief and saying, you know what, this is this is what needs to happen. I got this. Uh, let's see. I got this. Um, it was a, a tweet to me basically asking, um, you know, do I think that the next coach – that the Bengals will come in. Will this be a Mike Brown hire? Will this be a Katie Blackburn hire? Will it be, you know, kind of a, a group hire or, or will it still be Mike Brown's show? If you remember Mike Brown in a couple of interviews uh, in recent years, he kind of said he's handed off the keys to a bunch of people, including Lewis, including Katie Blackburn, including um, Duke Tobin. And he's kind of sat back and yeah, he's had some say, but he's let them take control. Well, now Marvin's out of the building. Duke Tobin, a guy who's been lauded for his drafts uh, recently, is now sitting and we're looking at some high picks that uh, have not panned out for the team. So, um, you know, I'm curious to – I think that this will be a Mike Brown hire. I think that he's going to kind of assert more power, and that's that's a little bit what I'm afraid of uh, with this move from Marvin, I think. And I think that's really the only fear is is not only, I I guess – there's the fear of the unknown and potentially hiring someone that, you know, could bring the Bengals back into obscurity. But uh, there's also the issue of uh, the Bengals potentially uh, Mike Brown kind of reasserting control and making decisions that are not beneficial to the team. So, um, and I think that that, that might be where we we're headed. I don't know. I mean, obviously he's getting up there in age and he might just say, you know, I'm still going to make some decisions, but you guys take control. And maybe he hires someone he trusts, like he trusts Lewis, you know, whether it's a retread or whatever, um, you know, maybe that's where he goes. But for now, I think, I think this is going to be a Mike Brown hire. This is probably going to be, I hate to say it this way. This, this might be the, the last coach he hires for this team. So I think he's, he's going to want to have a say, um, a big say in what the Bengals do and who they hire. This is probably going to be a lengthy process. Um, some names that uh, I think you can expect to be kicked around in the rumor mill and or, you know, potentially interviewed. I think Vance Joseph will be in there. I think, uh, I think also um, Hugh Jackson will be in there. I think, uh, you know, those are guys that'll, that'll get looks. I don't know. Um, you know, there's some other guys out there that whose names might be floating around. We'll see. Um, but those are two guys. I think, you know, you can potentially think about Bruce Arians, Mike McCarthy as retread guys. 
um, that might be willing to come this way. Heck, I mean, even Greg Williams had a nice run as the interim coach with the Browns. Maybe he's a guy they think about, especially a defensive-minded guy, to help build up that defense. We'll see. Um, but those are some names, at least for the time being, that uh, should be kicked around. I think also Eric Bieniemy is a guy, you know, former former Bengals guy, um, a, a guy that uh, played for the team, knows the organization, um, probably Mike Brown has a level of trust, even though he hasn't worked with him for at the coaching level, really, but also hasn't worked with him since he was a player, but obviously trusted him enough to be a play, you know, uh, to be on his team. So that might be something that uh, holds some weight with Mike Brown and the Bengals. Um, there's some stuff here. Uh, you know, some people are maybe thinking about Mike Zimmer. It sounds like Mike Zimmer will not be fired by by Minnesota, um, and I, I don't think he should uh, personally. I think I think he deserves a little more run there. But um, th- that's a name that I think a lot of Bengals fans would like to see back. I, I think the only way that that it would have made sense for Lewis to um, come back to the Bengals is if he kind of built that all star assistant coach staff um, and and went back there, but. Uh, and went back that way, but we'll see. Um, I, I think that this is probably something that is going to, like I said, take some say, take some time, uh, and th- and there's not a rush. I mean, I, I guess they probably want to get a coach in here, obviously, before you know the major scouting stuff happens in uh, you know late January, mid late January. I mean, there's the the NFL PA Bowl is is usually in uh, early, uh, excuse me, middle to maybe late January. Then you've got the Senior Bowl, and you've got you know, the combine and all that stuff that, that come up in the first couple of months of the year. So uh, I think the Bengals probably within the next couple of weeks want to have their guy in, in place, build a staff and move forward through the scouting process that way. But the other thing too, to note is that there are, there's going to be some stuff here. There are still some organizational issues with the team and Marvin Lewis helped you know, modernize, I guess the Bengals a little bit, but it's going to, it's going to be interesting to see if Mike Brown continues that slow moving forward. I mean, even even if it is slow moving, it is progress. So it's going to be interesting to see if he actually continues that to modernize the team. Um, It's going to be interesting to see if uh, whoever the new head coach is, if they will have a say in a indoor practice facility and more scouts uh, who their staff is, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be very interesting to see exactly what happens there. But um, I, I think that there's probably going to be some level of that. But uh, at, at this point, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's going to be the case or not. We'll, we'll see. Um, we're going to get out of here in just a minute. Um, talking about the Bengals firing Marvin Lewis, there's, there's a lot, a uh, lot to digest here. Um, uh, underperforming players must be worried at this point. Finally says Sean Blankenship. Yeah. I think th- that's the, that's the other thing I just want to address real quick before we get out of here is the, uh, and yes, that's, that's my son. He's celebrating the Marvin Lewis, uh, <laughs> the Marvin Lewis firing as well. But the, uh, th- that's the other thing to, to talk about is, you know, there are a lot of veterans on this roster that might be a little uneasy 
about their future with this club. I think Drake Kirkpatrick should be a guy that, that might be worried. Bontez Perfect is another guy who should be worried about his future with the team. And believe it or not, I think Andy Dalton is a guy who should be worried about the future with his with this team as well because usually with a new head coach comes a new quarterback. Um, and, you know, the Bengals have had a couple of quote-unquote new quarterbacks when they drafted Palmer and they drafted Andy Dalton. But, I mean, they haven't had the coaching turnover, but at, the, at that point, they needed quarterbacks. Um, they don't necessarily need a quarterback at this point, at least while well, they need at least a backup. But a lot of people think that it's time to turn the page on the Dalton era as well as the Lewis era, and that can coincide, that could coincide with Lewis leaving Cincinnati is, is Dalton leaving Cincinnati or Dalton being given a really short leash. The Bengals have the uh, the 11th overall pick this year. Who knows if they want to move up for a guy like a Dwayne Haskins or if uh, Kyler Murray ends up, you know, deciding to play football, if they want to go that route, you know, who knows what's going to happen there. I mean, they, they could do that, you know, have that guy waiting in the wings behind Dalton and give Dalton a short leash under a new head coach. We'll see. There are other holes on this roster that need to be heavily addressed, though. Uh, linebacker, I think, uh, wide receiver depth. Um, you know, the starting guys are, are, are pretty good, but behind them is, is something to be noted. Obviously, offensive line, there's still some issues on the right side of that offensive line that need to be sorted out. Um, so, you know, do you want to say take that top pick and say, okay, well, we're going to go for a quarterback, which isn't a full luxury pick, but is a – luxury pick of sorts um, and forego a linebacker, forego an offensive lineman, that sort of thing. Um, I, I don't know. That's going to, that's going to depend on the the mindset of a head coach. There are some other names floating out there aside from Hugh Jackson, Vance Joseph, Eric Bieniemy, um, some guys at the college ranks. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned Mike McCarthy. I mentioned, um, you know, Bruce Arians potentially. There's also Adam Gase. He's a guy that, uh, you know, could be, could his name's floating around a little bit. Um, there, there, there's some other guys out there and, uh, I don't, it, who knows, maybe, it, maybe there may be some lateral moves in terms of a coordinator leaving one, uh, one team and coming to the Bengals. We'll see. Um, this is the orange and black insider Bengals podcast. Appreciate you tuning in live. We wanted to talk about the Bengals, uh, the Bengals, letting go of Marvin Lewis, big news. And this is a big turning point in the franchise. Um, you know, this, this, we will look at this point in time and say that was the best thing this team could have done, or that was not the right decision. Uh, and, because what could happen is instead of finding someone who is a Marvin Lewis or potentially even better than Marvin Lewis, uh, we will, we could be sitting here saying, oh, well, who's going to be the, you know, two years from now, who's going to be the head coach now, who's going to be head coach now, which is exactly what happened in the 1990s. And I don't think anybody surrounding the Bengals team wants that to happen. So um, this is a very pivotal moment. They have to be very careful who they choose. They have to be very uh, selective in who they choose. And they also have to, they also, you know, need to be patient and they also need to, like I said, start changing some organizational practices, be a little bit more proactive in free outside free agency, um, you know, beef up the scouting department, make sure that if they are going to, you know, really heavily rely on the draft that they, they, they can't miss as frequently as they've missed on some of these 
round one, two, and three picks of late. They need to start hitting on more of those. And uh, otherwise, they're just setting up another coach to fail. So a um, lot to talk about. We'll talk about this more on Wednesday's episode of the Orange Black Insider Bengals podcast. If you're new to this show, we appreciate you tuning in. We usually record on Wednesday nights. It's usually in the middle of the week, but it's it's usually on Wednesday evenings. So join us live. Otherwise, you can get the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Art19. It's all on our YouTube channel as well. And then we also stream a lot of stuff on CincyJungle.com. So keep it to our show on our channels. Keep it to CincyJungle.com for all the news, opinions, analysis, breaking news, all that stuff. Uh, appreciate that. Have a great New Year's. Be very safe on New Year's Eve and uh, don't drink and drive, all that good stuff. Be safe, be good to each other, and uh, a lot of interesting stuff ahead for the Cincinnati Bengals in 2019, and we'll keep you updated on all of it. I'm Anthony Cazenza. We'll see you next time. Happy New Year. I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.